Yes, the ashes. Uh, for me, fantastic. But for you, it might be something different. Uh, and uh, Kevin from Titarangi has been watching it like a hawk and uh, watches it very closely, talks about techniques, etc. But for me, Kevin, the overriding factor, it was, uh, it was a wonderful series. Oh, it was a great series, uh, Smithy, and I enjoyed that um, interview you just had with Jeremy. Oh, that guy's got so much knowledge, and you, it's like when, you, when you're commentating, when you're speaking, you, you listen and you learn. And um, two good commentators, and just to hear him this morning, and, the, and his reasons on um, Anderson, oh, that, that's, I picked up that, but a lot of people wouldn't know that he's not swinging it anymore. So then, you know, hence the no wickets. But oh, what a great series. Eh? I'm, I'm going to miss it because it's up all night. Bloody radio, sorry, radio on, radio off, radio on, phone on, phone on. It was a great series, and um, I think oh, Aussie gave it a good go, but that English bowling attack is brilliant. You know, Brody going out with, you know, two wickets bowled well. And, and the guy that, that, that that's come to the party is Wokes. If you watch Wokes bowl, he found out the Aussies and technique quite a bit. You know, Labuschagne, have a look at Labuschagne getting out. Have a look at Warner. Warner's on a tightrope, one foot's following the other. And have a look at Head. You know, he, he he's in front of his stumps and his bat's two foot from his body towards mm. um, slips. The only, only, one re- the only one way you go, you go out. I, I tell you what, they were undone by pace, uh, and I think there was a, an overriding factor in this. The introduction, Wokes was fantastic, but the guy that really roughed them up and changed their techniques was the bloke that forced them to wear chest, pa- chest guards. I've never seen Australians wear chest guards and arm guards to that extent. Was, was, was Mark Wood. I mean, uh, the pace, Jeremy was talking about the speeds, you get up to over 90 miles an hour, that's humming. Um, and he, to me, was an overriding factor in the way Australia's techniques at time, Kevin, fell apart. Yeah, well, he was coming onto them very quickly, Smithy, and, and when you're coming on quickly, you don't have time to get your technique going unless it's naturally um, there. And he found them out, but, but he, he bowls at a 150 just about every ball. He, he doesn't just do it in, you know, in spits and spats. He, he comes in all the time, you know, flat stick, flat stick, and, oh, yeah, he, he roughed them up all right, and uh, next minute they're squaring up and, and the bat's hanging out, and they're caught in a slip, you know, technique, found out. Absolutely right, and uh, I, I will say I, I, I looked at Ben Stokes and the two captaincy. I think he won the captaincy battle. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I, I think he managed his resources a little bit better. Admittedly, Pat Cummins did not have Nathan Lyon, and that also a huge factor. I think too. You know, you, you talk about Nathan Lyon. Uh, Moen Ali, he, he got the blister in the um, when he came in the first test. He was out for the second test, so. A semi sort of balance there, but I think where they where they um, got it right was bringing Wokes in, and as you as you told me, uh, Woods was injured in the first test, or he couldn't play in the first, but he made the difference. But that Robinson going out and new bowlers coming in, it was was a lot a lot better, lot stronger English attack, a lot stronger. And Brody going out with the uh, final wicket, how good was that? God, I like that guy. I had the pleasure of meeting <laughs> him when I was with Eden Zealand. God, he's a nice guy, real nice. Yeah. You would have thought yeah. I was broad, not him. Honestly, Kevin, uh, and he goes straight from there into uh, the Sky UK commentary box and uh, we'll hear him, I would imagine, when New Zealand are there very shortly. We've got uh, four T20s, four one-day internationals, and Stuart Broad will be part of the mix there, Kev. I loved your contribution, your personal contribution during the Ashes as well. Uh, Thanks very much for that. Uh, Have a terrific day. Uh, Mikey, good morning to you. Oh, g'day, Ian. Hey, uh, fascinating. Absolutely fascinating. I was in the UK for the last month, um, and the most wow. <laughs> interesting thing was the uh, the press. 
and how after after that first um, declaration, and they kind of climbed into basketball quite a lot. And I think what a lot of people, especially not particularly on this station, but certainly over there, forget is that um, Ben Stokes and uh, and Baz have been telling everybody, all and sundry, this is how they're going to play, and they haven't disappointed. Um, so criticism aside, you think about the uh, team about three years ago, and they couldn't even catch a cold. Absolutely pathetic team. Um, most of the same players, but it's uh, just a mental fortitude and a change in, in, in how they play now. And it's done wonders for Test cricket. You think about the last probably two years, and New Zealand's been involved as well, some of the, the most exciting last-day games um, I have ever seen. And I think it's brilliant. Mm. And I hope this uh, baseball thing lasts because it brings the punters in and you're going to get a result. I, I can't, can't believe the fact that, um, you know, every day you, you tuned in and listened or and you heard the effects through the microphone or you watched a little bit on telly, um, if you could, and, you, you know, you just... There was no empty seats, and, and people weren't leaving their seats either because you, you leave your seat, you know, go and stand in the line for a few beers or whatever, and, man, you, you could miss something very, very special. I mean, it, it, it just... It just lacked for nothing for me, Mikey. Nothing. No. Every pub I walked into, every uh, airport that I was going through at the time, everyone was just glued to it. So um, quite fascinating. Um, be interesting to see who wins your um, competition that you had at the start. Um, if it right. was for a rainy day, I think I would have got the old three too. But <laughs> here you go. Oh, oh. <laughs> I think you, you would have. I, I think England, I mean, the rain in Manchester, cost, uh, I think cost uh, England very, very dearly. Uh, but you can't you can't do much about that, and they try their very best. Hey, uh, I'll tell you what we'll do is uh, ten twenty five this morning. Uh, Louis has been as the official uh, organizer and auditor has been uh, thumbing through everything, weighing up all those options: best batter, best bowler, series result, and uh, <clears throat> we're going to announce that at ten twenty five this morning, Mikey. So thanks for your call and stay tuned. Um, not sure who's won personally. Louis got it uh, under control, and we'll announce that. At 10.25, um, there's three very good prizes up for grabs. So um, maybe you'll get one, hopefully. Uh, Bruce, good morning to you. Yeah, morning, Ian. Hey, um, I, I predicted a 2-1 series win to Australia. Um, I knew there'd be weather over there would interrupt at some point. I lived over there a while. Um, and man for man, with Lion in there, I thought Australia would have enough. And I sort of proved that way. But with the support and the crowds and so on you saw, really they had no right to be favourites in my mind or even win that series. England really um, should have won it. And it's, it's incredible that Test cricket is <clears throat> um, certainly alive and um, incredible that, that it's a... I mean, you you would think it's a traditional um, traditional sport, and the oldies like you and me, Smithy, would be mostly what's there. But I think there was a hell of a mixture of people, but which is good, it's fantastic for the game, and I hope it carries on. But one point: there's something smells not quite right, Smithy, about that box of cherries that that umpire's had when they changed that ball, mm. and everybody, <clears throat> every noted official and critic and ex-cricketer, NASA, and all of them. Coach Jeremy made a comment about it. 
the difference between that ball they changed and the new one was chalk and cheese, and that really changed that game hugely. And I, I'm not well, I, sure we may not hear the, hear the end of it on that. We we might not hear the end of it. Um, <clears throat> England won, so. Uh, I'm not sure uh, we haven't heard anything out of the Australian camp, but you are right. Uh, and I was watching at that point um, and uh, listening at the same time uh, on the radio. And I, I said, man, what they do is they, when they look to change it, they've got to pass it through the rings. And if it's lost its shape and they struggle to get it through the rings, uh, then uh, they say, right, OK, you can change it. So they bring out a box of balls and they're aged, supposedly aged, uh, over a period of 80 f- over. So they, you can sort of well, uh, best replicate the one you're replacing with one out of the box. But that didn't look like anything close to me, you're right. I mean, the, 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 new, the ball that they pulled out was darker, it was newer, uh, it would be harder, the seam would be more pronounced, and that gives you a decided advantage. And um, I've got to say, I, I totally agree with you, that was a, a very valid point and a great observation. But I overall have heard no complaints about it to this point. Don't think we ever will. Uh, and Bruce, thank you very much for your call this morning. Um, and Cliff, just finally, Cliff, good morning to you. Yeah, good morning, Smithy. Hey, when I went to bed last night, they needed less than 240 with 10 wickets in hand, two guys in. Mm. And I really thought, mm, I thought the, my, my money was on the Australians. I, I thought they should get 240. The wicket was reasonable, it wasn't up or down. Um, you know, the England spinners weren't going to be a big issue. I knew the, that Wokes was bowling well, and he, he he brings the ball back in nice, and he does that little bit of late movement. I thought, well, if Wood has a good spell, they've got a chance, but I thought 240 with two guys in, that they were going to be able to do it. Um, but it's just the way the whole series has been. Just when you think one team has got the chance to win... The other team suddenly pops out and, and does something. And uh, it was like the Cummings-Lion partnership in the first test. That won them the game. And then and then the uh, the run-out, uh, or the stumping run-out, things like that, they can make a difference. And and that's what made the series so good. I, I, you know, I think some of the... It was a long series for, to play six tests in a row, especially for the for the uh, Aussies playing that world champs and then having to play five and and maybe Cummings and some of them were a bit jaded. They could have done with a, a, a another spell between maybe even just a practice game in between the third, say the second and third test, but uh, that wasn't to be. So they just had to they just had to knuckle. But it was a good series to watch. <laughs> It's a great series to watch, Cliffy. Thanks very much for your observations. It was a terrific series. Um, and we'll have more on it and continue to send your texts in as well, please, on double eight double three here on SENZ. Thanks so much for the calls.